It's very early in the morning in a central Auckland gym and I've got my arms wrapped around the middle of a woman and squeezing as hard as I can. Then we drop to the floor for 30 seconds of sprawl and repeat and repeat and repeat. I'm Sharon Brett-Kelly and today for the detail I'm with my RNZ colleague Leilani Momoisia at a beginner's class of MMA, that's Mixed Martial Arts. Critics call it street fighting, followers call it the best thing they've ever done, physically, spiritually and mentally. But it is also surrounded by controversy. Earlier this month, Doug Viney, the co-owner of this gym, had to apologise for an Instagram post mocking the transgender weightlifter Laurel Hubbard. Local UFC hero Israel Adesanya had to apologise for a rape comment he made ahead of a fight, which led to BMW dropping him as ambassador. On the positive side, Adesanya also made a touching tribute to a young Tongan fighter, Fa'uwake, who died after an attack in central Auckland. And Adesanya made a plea to the government for harsher penalties over so-called coward punches. Leilani's mad keen on MMA, but I was gobsmacked when she tweeted about her own fight. And that's why I'm here, to find out why this kicking, punching, headlocking, ground-slamming brutality is one of the fastest-growing sports in the world. It was an elbow. Oh, my God. That is unbelievable. Are they going to throw another big shot? Oh, nice body kick. One more flurry. Oh, That's the sound of Ultimate Fight Championship. It has its own YouTube channel with more than 12 million subscribers. It's a Las Vegas-based MMA promotion company with broadcast rights worth billions of dollars and prize money for the best of a million per fight. And it's big here. The success of New Zealand's UFC fighters has played a big part in that growth and it's had an impact on the standard too. So that's Leilani doing something she never imagined she would do, in a cage fighting while friends and family watch. We'll get to fight day and what it felt like to get that first blow, but I want to know what exactly made her sign up in the first place. Do you know what? I didn't I didn't realise that people didn't like combat sport until I started working at Radio New Zealand. And one of the sports reporters was like, oh, boxing is a... That's a tip, like, you know, said something disparaging about boxing, and that was such a shock to me because that's that wasn't uh, an attitude I'd encountered until I started working at Radio New Zealand, you know what I mean? I didn't know that there were people in the world who didn't like combat sports. So, you know, again, like, I grew up watching David Tour, who was, of course, like, if you're Samoan, you're very proud of, of people like David Torr and Mark Hunt and Joseph Parker. And, you know, so there's obviously that, and you take some pride for that from that. And But I think once you watch it, you, you start becoming a fan of the sport as well. These are all men that you're talking about. Well, behind you is Jenna Fabian, who is an amazing internationally acclaimed um, fighter. Nice head kick. Oh! 
she's fighting in the PFL, which is MMA. So um, she's incredible. And there are really big names in MMA who are women as well. Why did you make the decision that you actually wanted to do it? It was actually something I'd never considered for myself. I come to this gym as like a gym member, so I'll do kickboxing classes. It was just like for fitness for me. But a friend told me that she was going to do it and asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't really rate myself, like, athletically, you know. <laughs> but I came to one of the free trial just to see what it was about. Eugene got us to do a technique, and it was so cool just doing it. And, you, and like he was saying, that it was like a simple thing that sort of made someone just like fall over I can't remember exactly what it was but it was like wow that was so cool I think the pandemic helps it, it, it was a five-month commitment I knew I wasn't going anywhere and I just thought you know what I need something to get me up every morning like I, that sounds a little bit depressing but I needed something to motivate me to do something it sounds so stupid but was it life-changing I don't, uh, I don't know if it was like life changing, but it's one of the best things I've ever done. I was the fittest I'd ever been in my life by the end of it because you're thinking about someone wanting to take your head off or to take you down. You also kind of want to like honour your opponent, so you don't want to get in there and just gas out, you know. So gas I, out, as in like I'm puffed out after thirty seconds, you know. Like I, I wanted to put my best self forward I didn't want to embarrass myself back to class now and I'm trying not to embarrass myself now this isn't just any gym it's the place where champions like Israel Adesanya are made I'm introduced to Eugene, and he gives me a few tips on how to do a Thai clinch. Yeah. <laughs> so we're both going to have one hand underneath and just on the shoulder blade. Yeah. She's going to have the same thing. She's going to rest her shoulder on my shoulder, and then she's going to grab the back of the tricep. Okay. So um, we're mirroring each other, yeah? It's quite uncomfortable, the whole touching thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It takes a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is, it's kind of... I wouldn't want to be touching Nani a lot too, she stinks. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, that does take a while. For, for a lot of people, learning to be comfortable with that is like quite, quite fulfilling, quite freeing. Yeah. So you definitely become relaxed about being so close to other people. But it's very normal. In this gym, in this environment, they have people all over you that you've never met. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Do you find it uncomfortable? Well, we did five months of this, but no, it was, you get used to it real quick. And it's like, when you're doing this five days a week, there's, that kind of goes out the window pretty quickly, I think. Then I find out Eugene is the Eugene Behrman, co-founder of the City Kickboxing Gym, trainer to the champions. So while I've got him, I want to know more about why people do it. 
it's a very re- a number of reasons that people do this okay but um, in a general sense across across everybody that has all their different um, reasons and motivations I think people are looking for something and yes they want a challenge but it's about what they want out of the challenge I think they want to uh, test themselves and through testing themselves through adversity they want to discover something about themselves and I think they know they can do that through something like this uh, something like this that puts you in, uh, under such pressure and it's so strenuous I think that's more what they're looking for what they get out of it is everybody gets out of it something completely different but what I, what I think they're looking for is something inside them that they know's there, but they can't quite identify. Why did you get into it? The reason I got into it was because I was always playing rugby. And I was the first fifteen captain and all of that stuff that you do when you're a young rugby player. And then I went to the next level of rugby and they didn't choose me for a particular team. My ego wasn't ready to accept that. So instead of taking that message and understanding that, hey, look, this is the way it is, you're not quite good enough yet, go away and work on it I spat the dummy and left the sport and I needed a sport to do so just by chance I walked into this sport that is the reason I started but what I got out of it was that I dealt with that whole situation wrong I I get that but what I don't get is hurting another person funnily enough a lot of people that do this for a living and do this regularly that's something they struggle with what they've learned is that the whole process, the whole journey has got nothing to do with hurting someone. What you're really trying to do is apply your martial arts, your strategy, your tactics, your techniques, what you've learned, your dedication against the other person who's doing the same thing. If you talk to a lot of fighters, that is what it's about. Not many of them think of it in terms of that person over there, I want to beat the shit out of that person because I don't like them. In fact, most fighters like each other. They have a lot of respect for each other. So what does it feel like when, say, if you're fighting a friend, as you say, what does it feel like when you do hurt them? Many a times, I know fighters that have hurt someone and definitely are uncomfortable with it. Normally afterwards, that's when you kind of like have a little bit of time to reflect and be like, oh man, he really tried to beat the shit out of me. But I wish I had been able to do that and inflict less harm. But it's always in reflection, it's never during the match. Right, yeah. <laughs> Another trainer, Selby Devereaux, shows me the move that made him fall in love with MMA, the sweep. A sweep where you like, you're on your back and you use your legs to like flip someone on their back. Oh, what does yeah. that look like? Can you show me? Oh. Maybe on Leilani? <laughs> <laughs> her base is her knee and her hand. Yeah. Right? I'm taking that base away. Yeah. And my legs are scissoring, which takes that base away. Yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that reaction, oh, is what happened to me too. So when you say MMA, it's like combining all the... Mixed martial arts is yeah. what MMA stands for. So, yeah, when MMA started, it was the martial arts that were the most efficient and effective came to the forefront. So things like jiu-jitsu, wrestling, kickboxing, boxing, taekwondo, and then those got like refined, cut the fat off, and that's why these are the ones that you have to learn the most because they're the most effective. Oh. So MMA is like, that's what happened. In Back in the what day, it used to be like it? death touch, <laughs> and then people would fall over, and you know, yeah, yeah, people were yeah. just like, oh, that's a martial art, and then people were just like, no, you're just making stuff up. <laughs> it started, if you watch with a uh, family called the Gracie family, they started jujitsu. Japanese guy came to Brazil and taught him like jiu-jitsu and the Gracie family turned it into Brazilian jiu-jitsu which is ground grappling and then they started a tournament in the 90s I think yeah the 90s which was the first UFC and they had all different um, martial arts versus each other and one of the Gracies beat them all by grappling them and taking them to the ground and that's how everyone was like what is that and that's how it, the UFC kind of started Wait, how long ago was that it was in the 90s early 90s we didn't really take off though was it then yeah well around then to a small community yeah. and now uh, the effectiveness of jiu-jitsu is now across the world so jiu-jitsu is like from MMA, jiu-jitsu is the martial art that is most effective that it has spread without the fighting element. We finished the hour walking in a circle and hand-slapping every class member. Some of these people will end their five days a week, five month course with a fight. Oh. <laughs> so I thought, you know, at the beginning, I thought, oh, it's quite tame, it's, you know. <laughs> It's not too bad. <laughs> and then the end bit is like such a shock, isn't it? Hello. Hi. Hi there. I like your outfit. Thank you. Thank you. Hatami fight wear. Yeah. That's a good look. Is that King Kong? Yeah, just the bottom of the leg. On my ass, usually. Right, that's you. So why, why are you doing it? Because um, my brother wanted to do it by himself. Oh, so, okay. And it's something that I've always been terrified of, and this is why I know I have to do it. Like, I've never been in a real fight, and I feel like it's one of those things on the bucket list that you have to experience as a man, or at least as the man, man that I want to be. Well, we come from Bulgaria, which is far away from home, and kind of, do you know what honor culture is? It's when someone insults you, you have to defend your honor and fight them. And yeah, I guess I have a little bit. Even, even though I'm not a fighter, I do have a little bit inside of me. So okay, yeah, exploring an unknown part of me. What well, um, will you actually do a fight when you, when once you finish this course? Because that's the that's the ultimate. Yeah, 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 it? yeah. This is what gets me up in the morning. I wouldn't get up at like 5 a.m. if it wasn't the fear of getting my face smashed in six months. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it's a little bit crazy, but we were actually thinking of if we're at the same weight category and similar skill-wise, I'm going to fight my brother. Wow. And this is, yeah, it's, I don't know, I, I think it'll be pretty crazy, but we have a lot of, how should I say this, issues in the family that we, we've given enough time, we've tried to talk it out, it doesn't work. And sometimes, you know, guys, you just need to beat each other up to, to, to make things right. So we're exploring that 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 theory to <laughs> see if that works. Oh well, good luck. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how you go. Thank nice you. to talk to you. Thank you. you. Too. you.
finally Leilani's fight day. I actually came in thinking, I'm going to do this, but I don't need to fight. Because that was the thing that scared me most. It, it's not something that I had actually ever been like, yeah, I really want to fight. I, I didn't, but by the end of it, five months of like learning stuff, you want to put it into practice. Mm. And so I was keen. <laughs> by the end of it, I really wanted to do it. And actually, I twisted my ankle the week before my fight and I was so upset because I thought I couldn't fight and so just getting into the cage it just felt so good to actually just make it because there are a few people like most people stay to the end but there are a few people just life things come up and you know not everyone makes it to the end of it so yeah. So describe to me the actual fight. Oh I was so nervous I couldn't talk to anyone I <laughs> like my sister came to hang out with me like before I went up and I was like I'm sorry I, I'm not going to be much fun to be around because I'm so nervous right now I, but once I got into the cage it was I felt very calm I knew that I'd done everything that I could and I knew that I'd really tried my best in terms of fitness and in terms of techniques so I went in there like, knowing that whatever happens, um, I know that I've done everything I can. And then the actual fight, like the level of concentration, I've never felt so focused. Yeah, and it's funny, some things felt like forever, and then other things just felt like it went in a flash. Mm. Um, and, the, and so you had people watching. Yeah, yeah, so I wasn't going to... At first I told all my friends and family that they weren't allowed to come and watch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, if I get knocked out in front of like all these people. But in the end, honestly, I was like, they'd be upset for me. But obviously you don't want to get knocked. But I was just like, I don't care what happens because I've, I'm super happy with just the achievement of getting here. But yeah, you're waiting there and you're watching other people come down after they've fought. And some people come down and they're like super happy, like woohoo. And then other people come and their faces are like bruised and bloodied. And you're like, oh, which one am I gonna be? <laughs> you know? Mm. <laughs> and I'd mentioned to Eugene, I was like, oh, I just really don't wanna get knocked out. He's like, don't worry, like, of all the fights we've had, only one person's been knocked out, and then I think about three or four people were knocked out on that night. On that night? <laughs> on that night. Oh. Yeah, it, we hadn't felt what a punch felt like with the smaller gloves that we were wearing in the fight, so that was, like, new as well. Mm. When she, like, punched me, like, flush in the face, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's what that feels like, <laughs> you know? Okay, so there was that um, moment of realisation, but it, did it make you feel angry as well? No, nah, it didn't, because you never know how you're going to react. Like, sparring was really good, because there were times when, like, there was one time that I completely freaked out, like I had a panic attack, I was on the bottom, and I felt like I couldn't breathe. But it was good to feel that before you got in the cage. You're like, okay, so now I know how that feels. <laughs> So yeah. I didn't get angry, but I was like, okay, I'm going to try not let that happen again because I don't want to eat any more of those shots. And what about the feeling when you first hit her? I have to say it felt pretty good. Just for the simple fact that you don't know if you're even going to 
be able to do that. Like maybe I spend the whole time flailing about and not connecting, you know? <laughs> yeah, some things were like super clear. It felt like minutes when I just looking at her, my brain being like, throw a jab, throw a jab, throw a jab. And I just, that felt like forever. And then I think finally my body listened. But um, How long is the fight for? It's uh, two three-minute rounds, and if the judges think you have won a piece, then it goes to a third. So it's really intense. I mean, yeah. short and really intense. Oh, and it doesn't feel short. Yeah, right. <laughs> it feels very long. <laughs> when it was over, what kind of injuries did you have? No injuries, just some bruising on my leg. <laughs> and what about your opponent? Well, I laugh because she won. But I'm like, I get to say that I gave her, like, a black eye. <laughs> it gets a pretty bad rap, doesn't it, Emmy May? Yeah. Yeah, but how does that make you feel? Is it unjustified? Is it because people just see it for its brutality? I can't speak on how other people view it, but I think five months is only, like, a drop in the ocean compared to what professional fighters go through and the skill and the techniques and the years of like training and hard work and what really annoys me is that people don't appreciate the skill and everything that goes into becoming skilled like that. Yeah, there's ignorance around around those attitudes mm. probably. What do you say to people when, when you tell them that you've done an MMA fight and they just go oh. <laughs> no it's it's so funny because other people have just been super stoked and it buzzes me out because I didn't really tell anyone that I was doing this while I was doing it mm. and so people are like oh like that's amazing so it's funny to me that people can have negative attitudes but also be like super stoked when someone they know has had a fight <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. or like or get yeah get super pumped on like just a regular person like just having a go you know that's enough MMA for one day I'm Sharon Brett Kelly the detail is brought to you by newsroom.co.nz and made possible by RNZ and NZ on air you can download us free to your mobile phone every day on any podcast platform and if you want to get in touch email us at the detail at rnz.co.nz Alexia Russell produced this episode our engineer today was Jeremy Feel Thanks to Leilani Mamoisia, Eugene Behrman and Salby Devereaux. Matewa.